This week we're going to be talking about July 10th through the 16th. Mercury transits into Leo, bringing a bold expression to your voice. While Mars transits into Virgo, driving you to act towards eliminating whatever is creating stagnation in your life. The weekly transit. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The weekly transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The weekly transit. What's happening? Hi, Ingrid. You sound better than ever. Yeah, new camera, new mic. There's a whole new setup. I saw my bruises lingering from last week when I fell over. Did you see my big bruise? Yeah, I saw it, but it looks a lot better. I can barely yeah. see it now. It was literally from tripping over the tripod and all the cords that were in this fucking room. Oh, that's great. So I was thinking I would just start with questions because we have quite a so lot. So many. Yeah. Yeah. So many questions. And if you want to write us a question, you can go through the Spotify app. There's a Q&A section. You can write us our questions there. If you write us on Instagram or YouTube, then we will answer you on the platform that you ask the question in. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have Miss Allison shirts. Mm -hmm. I just realized I have Pluto and Scorpio in my 11th house in opposition with two degrees to my Venus and Taurus in the fifth house. How would you interpret this? It is more of a personal question, uh, you know, but yeah, I mean, the way that I would, you know, this is, we just break it down like basics of astrology style. You know, Pluto's a planet of transformation. Scorpio is the sign that Pluto rules. It's Scorpio is fixed water. It's the sign that represents karmic bonds, intimate relationships. The 11th house is the house of friendship, which represents the group, the club, the organization, the social network or cause. So everybody who was born between 19 here, we'll make it more general. Anyone who was born between like 1983 and 1995 was born with Pluto and Scorpio. So this generation, you're of that generation, Ingrid. This generation is here to transform our relationship to intimacy, hmm. to sharing magic and energy, secrets, that. sex money it's about recognizing that you are a very powerful soul encapsulated in this physical body and the energy that you share with others is 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 very sacred and so you want to make sure that whoever you're sharing your energy with is leaving you feeling lifted rather than drained that you're working with light magic instead of dark magic which is taking away from people so so allison 
and everyone who is born between 83 and 95, that's part of that. Now, if you're born with Pluto in the 11th house, whether it's Scorpio or any other sign that it's in, Pluto in the 11th house, that's similar to that Aquarius energy that we have just felt. And we're going to be feeling more for 20 years uh, once we get to the end of 2024, when Pluto is there in Aquarius for 20 years, because Aquarius is the 11th sign. So it's associated with the 11th house. So those who were born with Pluto in the 11th house, they're meant to go through many transformations. Is that Aquarius? Yes. Okay. Yes. In terms of the group context, uh, the club, the organization, the social network, social cause. So Allison is meant to go through transformations of karmic bonds and social networks now the opposition to venus the planet of relationships in taurus the sign that it rules in the fifth house which is associated with the fifth sign which is leo this is the house of children again more transformation to relationships to her self-worth to what's in her heart what she truly values. So as she goes through these transformations in her intimate relationships, the community, the group that she's a part of, her heart transforms, her values transforms, or maybe as her values and heart transforms, her group and her intimate relationships transform. So that's how I interpret that. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a change to all of your all of your relationships, whether it's the, the people that are the closest to you or the people just mm -hmm. in your community and your like, you know, network of maybe like business relationships or acquaintances. Yes. I would, I would encourage Allison to just be open to all the transformations that are occurring in her relationship energy throughout her life. She's going to, she's going to bond with people very intensely and those relationships are going to be transformative. There may be very difficult breakups that occur through these relationships. But in the breakups, she is learning something. Her soul is growing. It's evolving through these breakups as they happen throughout life. So be open to the transformation. Let's say the next one. So we have a lot of questions that are so specific to somebody's birth chart. Like... In not in such a general way where we can apply it to everyone. So I'm having trouble like choosing the questions here. So maybe Scott, maybe you can give a little insight as to what kind of questions we're looking for. There's a couple in here that I can still read, but all of these are like, this is my birth chart. Help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this is also probably you would want to give this person a birth chart rating, but I think there mm -hmm. could be some good stuff that anyone could relate to. It mm -hmm. says with the Pluto transit in and out of Capricorn, like you were mentioning on the Raya Sun podcast, Raya Sun, I am a first-time home buyer. Do you think it's a poor time to be purchasing a home? I live in Florida, if that matters. This is Nikki Hoyt mm. Hunsinger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, astrologically speaking, well, I mean, I've just heard from also people that I know that are in the real estate business that now is not mm -hmm. really a good time to buy a home because the interest rates are so high. But I mm -hmm. think the reason why the interest rates are so high is because of this Pluto transiting in and out of Capricorn. Capricorn mm. is the sign that rules real estate. And so Pluto is bringing that transformative energy 
when Pluto moved in and out of Capricorn the last time, which was in 2008-09, that is when the real estate market crashed. So we're back here again with this similar energy. I would probably wait until Pluto has settled into Aquarius, which will be the end of 2024. And hopefully by then, interest rates have come down. Maybe even the market has come down a little bit because less people are buying homes right now because interest rates are so high. And so the hopefully by 2025, interest okay. rates are low and and prices of houses have gone down as well. That's my guess. Like a retrograde is like things are in flux. So that seems like maybe an unsettling time. Maybe, or... but I don't know. Like, I mean, Pluto's retrograde for half the year, every year. Okay. So uh -oh. it's it's not like Mercury where it's something like Mercury is, it's really intense. Like you even know this, like, you know, before, right before the retrograde starts and right when it ends or after it ends, that's what, cause it's like a 10 car pile up on the freeway. It's like a train wreck. Yeah. And so, you know, Pluto is moving very slow. It's only moving back three degrees and then it's moving forward two or three degrees and moving back two or three degrees. And so there's a much more gentle rocking to it. It's not as frenetic yeah. and crazy as the Mercury retrograde. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I have another one. Okay, I have Miss Kristen. She said, I'm a Pisces, Cancer rising, North Node in Leo. The man I'm dating is a Taurus. I'm assuming Taurus sun, Capricorn rising, his north nodes in Scorpio. It feels like he is my soulmate. Am I crazy? <laughs> uh, no, of course you're not crazy. You know, I mean, I. it's hard for me to tell you that somebody is or isn't your soulmate without seeing the full chart. You know, I, I generally am... If, thinking of soulmates, you know, are there planets that are in, like, do you have planets in your partner's eighth house, which is the house of death? Do they have planets in your eighth house, which is the house of death? That indicates like a past life connection where maybe you've done this before in previous lifetimes. The 12th house landing spot, if somebody has planets in your 12th house, they have insight to your unconscious. That's a soulmate connection because they have the ability to see what is going on beneath the surface of your mind. Yeah. They know what you feel guilty, shameful of what you're regretful of without you even saying it they can offer comfort empathy and compassion for you in what you're experiencing uh so you know he's a capricorn rising you know he's a taurus sun i mean there's it i have to know the degrees i need to know the houses that they're in there's a lot of variables so but um, I, i'm excited for you if you feel that way yeah um also i wanted I thought you might touch on it, but like when it comes to like love and relationships, I love mm -hmm. hearing your take on like, if it's meant to be like, if it's meant to, it's meant to be because it's happening. It's not yeah. because it's just meant to be. It's like, you're choosing it right now. <laughs> um, so I always love hearing kind of your, you know, will you share that your take? Yes. On well, I, it's one of those things where people that come to me for a couple's reading will ask like, well, we, are we supposed to be together? I'm like, well, you're together. So mm -hmm. yeah, you're supposed to be together. Well, does that mean forever? I mean, eventually somebody's going to die or there's going to be a breakup. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's going to end in this physical form. But if there is karma that is left to be worked through, then you will do it in this lifetime. If you meet again, if you break up and you connect again or in the next. So all relationships come to an end and they all in some ways last forever. Uh, because you're taking a part of that energy that you've connected with and carrying it with you through life. And there's a good chance that you'll reconnect in a, in a next life. If it's not this life or the next, you'll connect later on. So, yeah. I mean, I, I always kind of feel like it's a little bit, I feel like soulmate connection can feel, can mean a couple different things. So it's like, a soulmate can be someone who's also just a friend or it doesn't mean that that person's like a forever person or you're supposed to get married to them. It's just somebody who's supposed to teach you a lesson because you have certain things, like you said, eighth house, 12th house, reflecting each other, giving insight to your subconscious and your like emotional baggage. Um, so I just always feel a little bit wary when people start talking about soulmates. It's like, just because I'm not saying it's not, it, it's always amazing when you find some sort of deep connection. So I don't want to cheapen that in any way, No, but um, also to just be wary of thinking it's thinking it's just magic because mm-hmm. relationships just they do take a lot of work mm-hmm. and totally yeah it always cracks me up when we'll go you're gonna say something oh else. no 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 just just like the idea of people like their twin flame thing and yeah exactly like i found the one mm-hmm. you know it's like you when can people have a lot of ones one, yeah there's a lot of ones there's a lot of people out there that are your soulmate you know, the only question is, is will you find them? Are you open to finding them? Uh, that's the other thing. You know, people think that, oh, it's like the fairy tale. Like our eyes met across the room and, and, and if we were drawn together like magnets and that first kiss, like, oh, mm-hmm. like the, the, all the hair stood up on the back of my neck and I just knew that they were the one. And then, I mean, you know, six months later, two years later, you're like, how the fuck am I in this relationship <laughs> with this person? Who the hell are they? Like, like, let's I not mean, be fooled. And even like the guy that I'm seeing now, probably not a forever relationship, but I learned so much from him. Mm-hmm. It really is shifting so many things within me i feel like it's constantly these really amazing lessons that i wouldn't that i couldn't get from anybody else Mm -hmm. and also like the beginnings of our relationship were definitely not some magical fairy tale i feel like it took a couple i'm like oh he's like kind of attractive like like it took a couple of dates before i was really felt really connected to him so it's like Mm -hmm. oh the the magical like you see somebody and then it's like magic and it's like no Mm -hmm. connection takes time to build and trust takes time to build and i think that's important to recognize mm-hmm. so i mean i hope you do find your soulmate yeah well maybe maybe this is their their soulmate maybe this is but you know if, if you're early in the relationship i i think like is this somebody that i want to invest time and yeah. energy with and does it feel good to invest time and energy yeah. with this person let's not worry about like are we going to be together That's- forever you know, like, I, don't I think that's know. my lesson right now. Like so much of that to just be present and be appreciative. Like, does this person bring something to my life mm-hmm. that like, are they giving to me? Like, is this moment feel fulfilling? And if mm-hmm. the answer is yes, then you just keep doing it. Cause it's like, I feel like I've always lived so far in the future of like, Oh, like a forever thing. And it's like, I don't really know. I don't know mm-hmm. what's going to happen in the future, but right now it feels really good. I feel supported. I feel connected. I feel 
engaged. I feel like it pushes like my personal growth buttons, like in a very good way. So. Yes. Then it's, then it's the right relationship mm-hmm. for how long we don't know, Nobody you know, knows. as long as it feels like it's the right relationship and it's worth the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Before we get into the week, would you like to thank our sponsors? Yes, I would. We want to thank Nicole, Samantha, Kendra, Larry, Jasmine, Brenna, Janelle, Vincent, and Michelle, Clarissa, Aline, Cassie, Merdinus, Brooke, Ricky, Amaranth, Annie, Amber, Deborah, Haley, and Carrie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all so much for supporting the podcast. It allows us to spend more time doing what we love, sharing the planets and stars with you. If you'd like to make a donation to the podcast, the link is in the show notes. It's called support. You can donate $1, $5 or $10. If we're helping you navigate life more gracefully, we'd love it if you would support us. You can also buy the book, The Basics of Astrology. It's on Amazon. You can download the book. It's $30 for a paperback copy. It's $10 for a di- uh, for a digital download. You can buy a moon cycle class. You can get yeah. a reading with Scott. Yeah. There's a lot of ways to support us. Or you can even just write a review. Write us a review for the podcast on any of the platforms. Rate us five stars. Or even go to Amazon and rate our book five stars. That would also be great. Mm, yes, please. And if you want to get the most out of the podcast, go to theweeklytransit.com, click on forecast. That's going to have all the images we talk about on here and grab your book, The Basics of Astrology, if you want to follow along with the visuals we show here on the video. If you haven't seen the video version, it's on Spotify and YouTube. You can see our beautiful faces and you can follow along with the visuals that Scott is sharing here. Awesome. Shall we move into the week, Ingrid? Yes, let's... Okay, this is the week of July 10th through the 16th. We begin on Monday, July 10th, where there is a lot happening here. So much happening on Monday, July 10th. This is like the the beginning of Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. It's very loud. Lots happening. We've got, I mean, where to begin? First is Mercury the messenger of the gods, guide of souls to the underworld, the planet of consciousness, communication, and coordination in the cardinal water sign symbolized by the crab, Cancer, opposing Pluto, the god of death, lord of the underworld, the planet of transformation in the cardinal earth sign symbolized by the goat, Capricorn. So Mercury is is guide of souls to the underworld. Pluto is lord of the underworld. They're both made up of the same three, all three root symbols, the circle of spirit, the cross of matter, and the crescent of receptivity. This is transforming, transforming the way that you communicate to the authority. The authority is Capricorn. Pluto is transformation. Mercury is communication. So transforming the way that you communicate to the authority. Mercury is in cancer. That's the past. So how did you speak to the authority in your past? Is now the transformation that you are transforming into being the authority, being the one that is communicating as the authority instead of somebody who is subjugated under somebody else? 
when we talk about this, yeah, the first place I go to is speaking as an authority. Like, what does that mean? That means in terms of business relationships or personal relationships, having the confidence, just having confidence in yourself and -hmm. believing that you know what is best for yourself based on what you've learned. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I think a lot of it just has to do with self-confidence. Yes. And and self-worth. Well, I think that it's it's about recognizing that do, does your voice deserve to be heard? Or it could also be who deserves to receive your ear? Mm, like, I like who, that. Who, who do you want to listen to? Who is the authority that you're who? like, this is the person that I, or the people that I want to hear from? Yes. Because I see them as knowing more than me and I want to learn from them. I love that. Just nurturing yourself through this process. I think just having a a lens of, yeah, what it makes me think of like some sort of like mentorship in some way, Mm, like someone to mm -hmm. look up to. Yes. And literally like you look at where Mercury is in the chart and it's looking up to Pluto in Capricorn. It's literally, it's looking up. There it is. And this is right before Mercury transits into the fixed fire sign of Leo, which is symbolized by the lion. This, so we go from this nurturing place to this very invigorating place where we're opening our heart and speaking boldly loudly perhaps as the lion so part of that is the transformation transformation to authority how to communicate with authority how to communicate as the authority so that we can step into our power and speak boldly from our heart as this happens this is where values comes in ingrid is the north node Oh, I should have looked Taurus. at that. I didn't even notice that that was, yes. that that was there. Well, you saw it, but you, you saw it unconsciously, <laughs> but, but you didn't register consciously, but unconsciously, that's why you brought up values, you know, and that's what the Taurus, the fixed earth sign symbolized by the bull, the North node, which is the soul's purpose transiting through Taurus. This is, and this is the last week that the North node is transiting through Taurus next week. It moves into Aries. So this is sort of our, our last opportunity for the next 18, 17 and a half years or so until the North node gets back to Taurus, where we can really solidify our self-worth and what we value based on what's in our heart and communicating that this is what's important to me. This is what I value. We were also talking about how, I'm just seeing Virgo here. And I feel like that kind of connects to the beginning of the conversation where it's like being the critic of what we allow in, like who we are allowing in. So yeah. So Virgo, Virgo, that's the critic, which sounds harsh, but it's like, maybe we're being, we need to be critical of the actions we are taking. It's good to be Mm. the critic and just take stock of why we're doing what we're doing is it working for us? Are we supposed to keep doing it or are we supposed to be doing it in a different way? Yes. Okay. I like that. Being critical of your actions in terms of do my actions reflect my values? 
I say that I value X, Y, Z, but am I acting in a way that validates what I'm saying? And then either we need to shift our values or we need to shift our actions. Because last yes. last week we talked about this a little bit where I was like, oh, <laughs> yes. dancing, dancing. It's like, okay, well, are you making time to practice? Mm-hmm. No. So either be more realistic and say like, I enjoy dancing, but it's not a priority or say it's more of a passion and invest more time in taking classes and taking videos to reflect on yourself. Like, which one is it? You can't have mm-hmm. both and just be disappointed living mm. in reality and critiquing like your thought process, which is also kind yes. of Virgo, like the Mercury energy. Absolutely. Because Mercury rules Virgo. So, oh my gosh. And there's a, a, a Leo line. Oh my goodness. The Leo. We talked about that. The Mercury and Leo. That was Mercury and Leo. So oh. Mercury is moving into Leo. Mercury begins transit into Leo and Mars begins transit into Virgo. So Mercury will be transiting through Leo from today, July 10th, until the 29th. The last time Mercury was in Leo was July 19th to August 3rd of last year. The time before that was July 27th to August 11th of 2021. So think back to those dates and what was occurring in your life for clues on what could be in store for you this time around. For those that were born with key astrological points or planets, in Taurus or Scorpio, there could be challenges regarding your conscious mind and your ability ability to communicate and coordinate during this period, July 10th to the 29th, because that is when Mercury is going to be squaring those planets. Now, Mars is transiting through Virgo from today, July 10th until August 27th. The last time Mars was transiting through Virgo was July 29th to September 14th, 2021. The time before that was August 17th to October 3rd, 2019. So think back to those dates for clues on what could be in store for you this time around. If you were born with key astrological points or planets in Gemini or Sagittarius, there could be conflicts coming up for you during this period, July 10th to August 27th. So you're going to want to face the challenge rather than hide from it so that you can move through the energy that's stuck. These these challenges may be difficult, may be uncomfortable, but if you're facing it instead of running from it, you have a better opportunity to move through the energy in a positive way. And if you're unsure about what any of this means for you, or if you'd like greater clarity about what it means for you, I encourage you to contact me for a reading at theweeklytransit.com. Shall we move on to Tuesday, Ingrid? Yes, let's. Okay, so Tuesday, July 11th, the moon, the planet of emotions, in the cardinal fire sign symbolized by the ram aries forms a square with pluto and capricorn so this is transforming in a very uncomfortable way our self-confidence our courage urging us to face our insecurities with regards to the authority to listening to the authority to being open to what the authority has to offer us or to be to have the courage to to confidently step forward as the authority yourself. So you're mentioning an authority. Is that because Saturn rules Capricorn? Capricorn. 
Okay. Because Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. So Pluto is transforming as it has been since 0809, transforming our relationship to authority. So, and then, yeah. And then when when you're also talking about Capricorn, that's like achievement and career related things. So it's like when you're transforming this relationship to authority, that's going to manifest in your life as being able to achieve more of maybe what is in your heart, like having the self-confidence to achieve your goals. Yes. Whatever like insecurities you have, it's like the Pluto is the death of the old way. So getting rid of those, getting rid of that. Yes. Feeling things in a new way. Like what do you want to accomplish or achieve that would satisfy your emotions, but yet yeah. you're too afraid too to go after it? Yeah. yeah. God, exactly. the the fear is so real. I'd be self-sabotaging all over the place. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm just, it's like, it's not even like it's all conscious too. It's like a lot mm -hmm. of sub no, subconscious totally. stuff. You're like, oh, I have like a new project and another new project. And it's like, well, Chris was like, I'm not going to help you with any new projects until you clear these off your plate. This is getting ridiculous. You're just collecting yeah. business ideas at this point. You got to finish this exactly. stuff. And I'm exactly. just like, oh my God. And for like a half second, I was like, well, that was mean. And I was like, oh my God, he's so right. What am mm. I doing? I'm distracting myself. Like I love having no ideas. I think that Gemini rising energy is just like, mm -hmm. but the follow through exactly. being, being an is. authority for myself, holding myself responsible. Mm-hmm which is very hard for me. Like in maybe in other areas of my life, it's easy to just be, you know, that responsible person. But when I'm taking responsibility for my actions in terms of my career achievements, that's where I need to like reel it in and make that like something that I check off my list all the time, like checking in with myself. Am I doing the things I said I was going to do for myself? Mm -hmm. Yes. And who's the team around you that's supporting you? That's, that partially helps. That what definitely you need. Helps. You need okay. a team around you. That's that 11th house north node. That's the Aquarius energy. You, you, you're meant to lead, but you've got to have a team around you that is going to support you in your endeavors. Because the more you get on your own and you're just by yourself, that's when you just are like floating out in the middle yeah. of nowhere and you get distracted. You're like, oh, wait, why am I out here? I want to do this now. So... I feel that. Yeah, I definitely feel that. I mean, recently, Chris and Gio, one's my art partner, one's my food partner. Like, we're all trying to work together more. Mm -hmm. And I think that's always just so motivating. I'm like, oh my gosh, team. Yes, I can like stay focused and accountable when there's like a team effort happening. I would and like then, you to add a third player to the team. Unless you're working uh, with Chris and Gio together. I, well, I am on the yeah we're gonna do some art stuff okay, all good. three of us actually that's great and then that's great also just in terms of some of the film stuff i was like i think i'm gonna have chris and megan i'm like i have this nice place and then mm -hmm. i'm like oh i don't get included in things like i get left out because i don't live in the house you it's need just to like, take the initiative yeah i'm like well i don't fucking invite anybody over here exactly. no one ever says no so just making sure that i do the inviting. I think we've talked about this in the past a few times and it's like, I will make the effort and then I kind of forget about it. Cause as soon as I get tired from, I think dancing, especially my social battery is low. And if somebody invites me, I'm like, Oh yes. Okay. Like if I have the energy, mm -hmm. I'll go. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to me planning something, it's just definitely one of my weaknesses that I also need to continuously check in on. Am I, am I making things happen for myself? I can't like the, the responsibility of also not being a victim, like Exactly. Being conscious and aware of that you play a part in these relationships too. Yep. 
Did you do you keep inviting people and they don't like you? Like, no, that's not the no, case. You're not even inviting happens. anyone. Exactly. Plan something. Invite yes. them. Yeah. So, like, I have an idea for a a film project that I want to invite Megan and Chris mm-hmm. and say, "This is my idea. Do you want to work on this with me?" Yeah. And it also just helps for accountability for all things. Just check ins for. Who's working on what? Oh, did you finish your book? Oh, have you done the podcast thing? Oh, okay. You know what? We're going to take 30 minutes. We're all going to, we're going to send our emails. Then we're going to meet back up when we're all like collected. Like, I like that kind of energy. Even like sometimes Mike just comes here and he works while I Uh work. And Uh I'm like, that just feels like motivating for me. Yes. It doesn't feel like, I don't know what happens to me, but like, it definitely brings the energy up where you're like, oh, you're being productive. Like I'm being productive. Like Mm -hmm. that's it. Using the team. energy of the community yes. to push yourself forward. Yes. Awesome. Awesome, Ingrid. Wednesday, July 12th, the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality in Cancer, forming a square, oh no, with uh. Chiron, the wound in the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound in Aries. So... This is the sun in Cancer squaring Chiron and Aries. What does that mean? We're looking at our past and our insecurities from our past. Like, why am I so insecure about this side of the next thing? Oh, that was because, you know, like I felt left out when all these kids went to a birthday party and I didn't get invited. So now I have like major FOMO issues because uh, I don't feel like people really like me. Well, I mean, the, when you, we say square in this moment, it's like, it's going to be more uncomfortable if you're unaware of why you have that insecurity. If you're reflecting, like you just said on, okay, I have this insecurity. How is this reflecting something from my past? Oh, it kind of takes some of the sting out of it when you're like, oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of this shitty time from when I was a kid. Of course I feel like shit. And you're like, okay, that's not real. How can I shift what's happening how do I step into my self-confidence? You know, maybe I need to do the inviting. That's, you know, that also that thing where it's like, okay, taking responsibility for why we feel the way that we do. Something happened in our past, but we can heal from that. And then there's power in the healing. The Chiron energy is healing the wound and being able to maybe share that with other people and help them heal their wounds. But like, how many times have you said, or not you, but just anyone out there, like, why has this always happened to me? Mm-hmm. Why does this always happen to me? Well, what is always happening to you? Like, I mean, and, a and, friend's always like one. One of my friend, one of my old friends, was like always talking shit about guys. Oh, uh-huh. it's always the shitty guys, the shitty guys. But and I told her kind of like, well, then you need to go seek the people out that you like. You're just waiting for people to come to you. Like that's not a good energy. But she was really like, no, I refuse to approach anyone. And I'm like, well, if you do what you always did, you're going to get what you always got. You're not doing things in a new way. And you're not taking responsibility. You're meeting people at a bar. Well, maybe that's not the place to meet people. That's I obviously ask, not working. I would ask her, like, well, who was the first shitty guy? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, who was the first shitty guy in your life? You know, was the first guy that you had a crush on was shitty? Maybe. I'm curious to know, you know, maybe it was her dad. I mean, was, I was going to say, you know, it's just a reflection of our childhood relationship. So, yes, 
You're attracted so, to things that aren't necessarily healthy for you. And unless you're right. aware of it, where you're like, oh, that's attractive, but that's stupid. I'm attracted to this stupid quality. And once you're aware, you're like, well, that's dumb. I think that's hot. Like, oh, this guy smokes cigarettes and he drinks. And you're like, okay, well, that's not really in alignment with my values. So like, I'm going to get it together and I'm going to pick someone that maybe doesn't do the things that don't align with me. You have to like grow. Like just because we have attractions doesn't mean they make any sense. A lot of the time they do come from our emotional baggage. Well, there's some fear maybe around, well, I I don't deserve to be with somebody who's not shitty. Mm-hmm. It could definitely be that too. And maybe that's an unconscious thought. Like they don't really think that, but but they, well, it they, is a self-worth out, issue. They're putting out like negative like vibes that's attracting negative people that are hurtful. So yeah. this is this is just this is a big day, and the days around surrounding these days are just big in delving into your past mm-hmm. and seeing where your insecurities come from. That's the biggest note for today. And for, the sun, and for the sun squaring Chiron, delve into your past. And then moving on to Thursday. This is definitely feeling a little bit of a relief, I think. Yes. Some lightness. Yes. It's the, the sextile with the moon is now moved into the mutable air sign symbolized by the twins, Gemini, aligning with Mercury in leo so having the courage the confidence to boldly ask the questions that you want to ask you know you're dating someone or you're meeting some guy at a bar well tell me about this tell me about that like being having the the confidence to boldly ask questions being curious yes have you been married before who you know are you married now you know it's like Oh, I can't ask him that question because maybe, then he'll maybe know he I'm interested. Like well, okay, maybe. Yeah, I'll know that I'm interested. And then that and would be like to- a rejection or something. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. this is actually like the people that don't want to approach anyone, the fear of reject. They would rather have someone approach them and never go after what they want for mm-hmm. fear of being rejected. Yes. Which even wow. in my, myself, I'm like, okay, I need to put myself out there more. Because uh-huh. the worst thing that happens is nothing happens. But the best thing that happens is you might actually get what you're looking for, even in terms of just friendships. I'm like, yes. that's like on my list of things to nurture is my my friendships. These relationships mm-hmm. are also very important. And if I don't go look for them and make time for them, like sometimes I get really depressed. All I do is like the only place I meet people is the club. Mm. Sorry, I do have meaningful connections there and conversations. It's not like I don't. But overall i would like to meet people who are out during the daytime working on their careers and like mm-hmm. inspiring me and i just and if i if i don't yeah and if i don't make the time even when i'm tired to like go nurture these like creative relationships mm-hmm. i won't have any mm-hmm. and then i'll get bummed and i'm like okay well i have to do the inviting i have to make time i have to nurture myself and then even those relationships don't deplete me like the club does i get so mm-hmm. excited i thought it would be so depleted on sunday because I worked four days last week. Sunday, I woke up super early because I got really excited about going to this uh, like vintage store to try to find some stuff or this art thing we want to do. And then I ended up having like, I was supposed to meet with Gio at some point about food stuff. It didn't work out. We ended up on a mm-hmm. FaceTime for hours and hours. 
Mm-hmm. Then I met Chris up to do something. So many things happened in one day. And then in the end, I was I was tired, but I was fulfilled mm-hmm. in such a different way. It's like that brings you energy when you're doing things that actually fulfill you as opposed to just deplete you. But anyways, just mm-hmm. making time for nurturing the relationships that are important to you or that you want to cultivate is a skill and a practice. You can't just abandon them or you won't have any. Yes. Yes. Even today I'm going to my friend. She moved to LA a month and a half ago. We haven't, Uh we were like friends for the last 10 years and she was going through a hard time. I hadn't heard from her. I was like, is she mad at me? What's happening? Anyways, I reached out a couple times through text. I didn't hear anything. And I was like, oh, either she's mad at me or she's just having a hard time. And I called her because I was like, should I just, my friend was like, why don't you just call her? Maybe it was you who said, why don't you just call? And yeah, so I called yeah. and she's like, I'm sorry. I've just been having a bad time. And now we're having, we're just making dinner together. Like, good. that's something that's important to me. Like making food together feels so nice. It's not like we have to go anywhere, do anything, expend any energy. We're just going to do something nurturing and stay in. And I'm like, those are the relationships that are the most important. Well, part of this leo or mercury and leo energy is to to be to have fun Mm -hmm. to have fun in connecting with others you know mercury is a planet of connections and leo is the sign of fun and joy and playfulness i feel like chris always he's leo son Mm -hmm. that playful energy always exactly geo i don't know if you know his chart i'm curious where that is because he is very playful like he has a very like positive exciting Uh energy to him very passionate what about meryl meryl oh same same that's very chris energy like both of them are yeah and i and i was messaging her hopefully i'll see her next week like these people definitely bring a playfulness my friend jenny is like a little more grounded energy Mm -hmm. but we definitely like even in the worst moments like i can call her and tell her the worst thing that's happened to me and the first thing she does is start like cry laughing she's like Mm. hysterically laughing at the worst moment of my life and she's just like like how is that real how is that happening like i feel like we always have like this humor in like the darkest moments which Mm. i really appreciate from her because it's being able to laugh and be like this life is just ridiculous this can't be real like Mm. And, you know, you can either go into like some really dark Pisces stuff about it, or you can have like a little more of like a lighter Gemini, this Gemini moon energy where there's like a lightness to the emotions and a curiosity. Mm-hmm. Geo's a uh, fifth house moon, which What's is associated with the fifth sign, which Cancer? is, I don't know. I... What's the sign we've been talking about, Ingrid? Uh, uh, I don't know. I forgot everything. Let me give you a hint, Ingrid. Let me give you a very subtle hint. Leo. Yes. (laughs) It's the fifth sign, Ingrid. (laughs) See, Aries is one, Taurus two, Gemini three, Cancer four, Leo five. Oh, wait. And so So what is his? He's a fifth house moon. Oh, so he's a, oh, okay. He's not a Leo moon. But it's in the fifth house. Okay. Which is Leo energy. I love it. So that's why he's so playful and creative. Okay. So moving on to Friday, July 14th, the sun in Cancer. 
forming a positive sextile with Uranus, the primordial sky god, the planet of revolution, rebellion, innovation, independence, and the unexpected in Taurus. So shaking up values, the roots of our values, the sun in cancer representing roots, upbringing, childhood, the ones who raised and nurtured you and your ancestors, aligning with Uranus, the planet of revolution in Taurus, the sign of values. So as you're reflecting upon your past, looking at your home life, is there any radical shifts that you're ready to make in order to readjust your values? Maybe it's like, yeah, these values don't fit with me anymore. I brought these in from my childhood, but now I'm making mm -hmm. some radical changes about who I am and what I value and what my self-worth is. I think that I can get very stuck in like a routine that's not even it's not even an intentional routine it's just a routine of kind of chaos exhaustion depletion and this uranus energy where it's like okay like i feel like this happens to me every you know few months where i'm like oh all of a sudden i'm like my space is really important to me my home mm -hmm. my surroundings mm -hmm. uh anything aesthetic art candles just the vibe of having a home that makes me feel inspired and creating art and when i like tap into that again it like shifts my whole being it shifts my whole emotions and i feel like it's so healing to be like oh my gosh all i have to do is nurture myself bring in all the things that i value like i went to this vintage store i'm like i don't have really a lot of money to spend but going to the vintage store and like being able to collect a few things for this art project i was like bought some stuff for my house. Number one, it was really cheap, but it also gave me that like creative outlet. And like, I just really made me feel alive. Like, and I got really panicked actually. I, if you've been listening for a while, I definitely have had like shopping issues in the past. So I kind of just like, I'm like, I'm not shopping. I'm not buying anything. And then I deprave myself of a lot of things that make me happy, like going out to eat or just buying things for my home. But every time I do it, like, you know, within reason, I can definitely go off the rails, but you know, just buying a couple things and being mindful about those purchases of making my house nicer, my kitchen nicer. I have this light that I installed on my ceiling that makes the flow of the room better, rearranging the space right here. Just I bought a couple little dishes for my kitchen for when I have guests over, just things that really bring me joy and not feeling guilty that I need material things to for me to feel fulfilled. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't need to go spend $500 on something, but I can spend $20 on this cute little vintage clock that is like filling the space on my wall that's been empty forever. And I'm since I moved in, I'm like, I need a clock mm. for a year and a half. Like, that's just, mm. you know, just being appreciating the things that I value. So maybe this is a radical day of nurturing your home life. Yeah, I, I just yourself. get excited about that energy. Yes. Yes, it's definitely like a wake-up call energy of the sun aligning with Uranus. It's like something being shaken up within the home in a positive way. Yeah. It's going to allow for more comfort, more emotional expression, more safety and security. Mm, what is that All for the you? good stuff. Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, moving on to Saturday, July 15th, the moon in Cancer, the sign that it rules, forming a sextile to Mars in Virgo. 
I feel like today, even, you know, <laughs> it's not me. Saturday, but today, um, okay, so we have the moon in Cancer, sextile Mars in Virgo. So for me, uh-huh. I was thinking um, Virgo is the critic. Mars is the planet of action. So like doing something, like the critiquing something, but doing something with it. And then something about the home and the emotions, moon in Cancer. Is this a radical, like purging? Is this a purging day? Like uh, uh, taking action to to clear out your space to to soothe your emotions in some way well i so i just edited next week's podcast i literally look like shit i'm not ready for the day my hair is everywhere i just look tired i don't feel good about my outfit i just was editing and i'm like dude why do you do that because then i don't feel excited about it i'm like i don't want to share this i look like shit why didn't i get ready like i just felt so depleted that i you know, didn't put in the effort. And Mm -hmm. so I just was looking at that. And instead of just getting down about it, I was like, oh, okay. The critic in me was like, okay, you really need to get ready for the day. Even when you're just home alone, recording the podcast with Scott, you know, so I got ready for the day. I put on a little makeup. I like, you know, put on like a real outfit, not just like fucking sweat clothes. (laughs) And, you know, that soothed my, like, emotionally really fulfilled me. I was like, oh, this feels, I feel so much better about myself. I feel like I, mm. you know, did something nurturing for myself, just taking action with this critique that I have in my mind all the time. It's like, okay, well, are you going to do something about it? Cause that's when it feels good. If you just have this nag and you don't make the change, then you're just being hard on yourself. But if you can critique it and use the critique to take action, then that's emotionally fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Yes. It might so be like a kind is, of a silly example, but like well, the, this just in is, those little ways. This is the moon bringing that emotional sensitivity to the home, to your past. Mars in Virgo bringing that critical action-oriented nature. Like what are the, what do you need to do? What is driving you to soothe your emotions to create a, a a home life where you feel nurtured. If you if if you come home and everything is cluttered and it's all over the place and you don't really feel like you can relax. No. It's just about clearing this is a day to clear things out. To clear out what is no longer serving you in the home, whatever's creating clutter or taking away space from your living environment. Hopefully, the more that you clear out, the more peaceful your emotions will feel. Every single time, I feel like it's always such a direct reflection for me when I start, either when things get cluttery, I feel like shit, but as soon as I start cleaning, even if I don't feel good, sometimes I'll like tap into that cleaning energy and then I'll Mm -hmm. be like, there'll be like a breakthrough. I'm like, oh my God, all I needed to do was fucking have some space in my environment so I can have some settled (laughs) stuff in my in, inside it's like it's always a reflection your inner world and your outer world and when you can like access it and do something about it that's when it's really powerful yes okay sunday july 16th following up on the alignment we had on friday july 14th was the sun in cancer forming a sextile with uranus today is the moon in cancer forming a sextile with uranus so the moon continues through the sign that it rules cancer think about that friday energy and then saturday and then sunday we've got 
cancer energy all three days. I mean, there's a lot of cancer energy happening this week. We're talking about cancer on Monday with yeah. the last day that Mercury is in cancer. And then on Wednesday with the sun in cancer squaring Chiron. And then, I mean, if you just, you look at the week, so it started here and then cancer everywhere, cancer. And then the last three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, cancer, cancer, cancer. So a lot of emotions coming up here, emotions that are shaking your sense of values, your worth. What's what your, what are your likes and dislikes? What are your likes and dislikes that you actually feel an emotional connection to? Like, I love this, or I really don't like that. So whatever it is, we're sitting with this energy and we're looking at where this comes from. Why is this so important to me? Or why do I need to get rid of this? I'm just thinking of when I let things slip, when I get tired or when I get lazy or when I get like just uninspired when it comes to pushing for my values, like simple things like not caring about aesthetics sometimes I'm like, oh, it doesn't really matter. I just need to let it go. It's just like my obsession. And then I'm like, when I tap into it and I do something about it, I'm like, oh my God, I feel so much better. Even like looking around, I'm like, I definitely need to figure out this is not working for me, but it's fine. But also being like, okay, these are the things I'm going to do that make me feel better. And then doing mm -hmm. something about them instead of just being complacent and then feeling bad. And even when it comes to my clothes or, you know, buying a couple things for my house, it's like, oh, that actually makes me feel really good. It makes me feel proud to have people here. It makes me feel excited to invite people over when I take pride in my home. Mm -hmm. So even though it is material, it really reflects in my emotions and my ability to connect with people. It's just yes. everything is so connected. And this is the connection between the material and the emotions. How does the material affect your emotions? How does your sense of independence when it comes to the material, affect your emotions? Do you feel held down in some way in the material? Oh, you for sure like? I can do that. <laughs> Holding yes. on to things too long that don't even, mm -hmm. that doesn't even feel like a part of myself anymore. But, mm -hmm. oh, one day I'm going to use this. One day I'm going to need this. And it's like, well, are you using it now? No. Now you, you saved $20 to fill your fucking closet with things and now you can't even use it. Uh -huh. that's not good. That doesn't feel like that doesn't feel like I can even use my space because I've yes. cluttered myself with things that aren't even that I don't even really value. I feel like Uranus is like this. It's like this filter, you know, it's like, it's like shaking and, and what's going to hang on, you know, some things like are going to fall off and the things like that. that fall off, you don't, we need, don't need. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay, Ingrid. So that's okay. the week. Amazing. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I will see you next week. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. Transit, 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 transit.